Hello, I am so grateful you're joining me today. I am your host, Dr. Vanessa Roberts. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and author who helps others reveal and embrace the unpackaged versions of ourselves. Because here, my motto is the packaged version of ourselves is not the authentic version. In this podcast, you will hear courageous stories and conversations that I am sure you can relate to, and you will leave with actionable strategies that will inspire you to embrace your authentic self. Welcome to All Things Authentic. Welcome to another episode of All Things Authentic. I am joined by an amazing guest today, and we are going to be discussing all things related to living your life on your own terms and truly living that authentic life that you deserve. And so here to join me in that discussion is Yamana, and she is the owner of Healing is Work Coaching, and she's a career coach based in Nashville, Tennessee. She's passionate about empowering women to be intentional and spending their time and energy to show up for themselves and for their dreams. And so Yamana, thanks so much for joining me today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I am glad to be here. Good. Yeah, I'm excited for this conversation. It's important for us to really lean into living our life on our terms. And so before we jump in, any additional things you want to share about yourself and just how you got into this work that you do? Um, So owner of Healing is Work Coaching. I've been in business for a year now. And I got into this work because... I, like so many others, had been impacted by the pandemic and a lot of self-reflection, a lot of patterns that I recognized I was stuck in that I needed to break out of. And so while I have been doing healing work over the years, I got really focused and really intentional about it. And at the other side of it, it was like, oh, this feels great. Also, it feels kind of lonely because it would have been nice to have somebody to help guide me through this instead of me you know, having to rubber band and and tape a thing together and hope that it worked out. And so I really just wanted to provide a safe space and be the gap between where someone is and how they get to where it is that they're trying to get to. So yeah, I do that through one-on-one coaching. I also offer a virtual dance party every Wednesday at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. And I have a podcast also, The Healing Corner Podcast. Um, I'm a co-host on there and we talk about real life things to help you heal parts of your life, all aspects of things. So Mm -hmm. yeah, real busy out here, just spreading the word and empowering people to live their best lives. Yes. Busy, but living on your own terms. So that makes it more enjoyable. And yeah, real fast too, because I think this could be important to touch on. You talk about a lot of the the healing work that you not only do in your work um, with coaching, but also that you had to do too, to get this point in your life. And so, yeah, how does that connect for individuals, right? When it comes to healing that's needed and truly being able to get to this place of living life on their own terms? I think for me, it's not ever been... And, you know, I don't know how woo-woo people are, but I'm pretty damn woo. I love some astrology and all the things witchy. But the thing is, is that for me, and this has very much been most of my life, and I think it's most people's lives if you allow life to unfold and you pay attention. 
I feel like you go through life, something comes up, you're triggered or whatever, and then you make a decision. Am I going to do this the way I've done it or am I going to try something new? That's what this comes down to. Mm -hmm. And I'd gotten to a place to where I'd done the same thing for so long. And I was like, "Eh, this kind of sucks. So what if I tried something else? Mm -hmm. I mean, some of that looked like I did not love the relationship that me and my mother had because there was a lot of codependency Mm -hmm. and a lack of boundaries altogether because boundaries was not a thing growing up in the 80s. So having to learn that myself, get the language around that with therapy and the support of like, working through what codependency is and undoing those patterns and behaviors. And for me, it's just, it's whatever comes up and am I ready to deal with it? And so like in this current season of life, I started dating at the end of last year. I've been not dating for over five years. It has been quite a stretch of time and I've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed being single and figuring out what I want to do and how I want to live my life. And I do want to share that with somebody. And so I've opened myself up to dating, but that looks like being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And that shit is scary because it can go (laughs) 50-50. And yeah, there was an experience in particular that brought up a lot of issues for me that made me realize that I had some abandonment things that I needed to work through. And so that's still some work that I'm in. I joined a coaching program with group support. Um, There's journaling, there's breathing practices, there's all kinds of things. And just when you take a moment to be honest with yourself and acknowledge what it is that you're struggling with and then say, okay, how can I get past the way I've always done this? Even if you're Googling it, talking to a friend, seeking out a podcast, hiring somebody to assist you, it can look like a combination of things Mm -hmm. to help get you from where you're at to where you're trying to get to. Definitely. Yeah. And I like that reminder, right? Where you talk about trying to create this authentic life and almost build up our life to look like how we want it to look. But yeah, there's some things that might be lingering from the past or things behind us that we also still need to address also. So yeah, a lot of us do have this vision of living our best life, right? We probably visualize just all these social media reels, right? All these highlight clips, people are traveling and yachts, mansions, right? This wealthy life. And that could be the best life for some people. Um, but a lot of us get caught up in like, yeah, I'm trying to strive for that best life. But forgetting that, okay, best life and your authentic life, they might be different, right? Like the best life for you will be your authentic life, um, but it can't be this idealized version of best life. And so any thoughts on that? How can people separate the two? So there's two things that I think of. It's how people define success and also learning to be present. So with success, success could look like being Elon Musk and flying to the moon and doing all these fancy things with cars, or it can look like living in a, in a fishing village everybody's life is going to look different. Like nobody's life is the same, but you also don't have to conform to the way that society has told us you must live in order to have happiness Mm -hmm. because none of the stuff outside of you is ever going to bring you the happiness that you desire anyway. All of it comes from inside. That's just the truth. And so with that, being honest about what success looks like for you, for me, I want to impact as many people as I can on this planet to be able to feel empowered and to trust themselves to live an authentic life. And that looks like traveling internationally and speaking. But, you know, that's probably not everybody's dream and that's okay. 
doesn't have to be for my success to be more or better or less than anybody else's because I'm only competing with me. And then the other piece of that is staying present. Um, And I know a lot of people say that and it's like, oh, what does that mean? Yes, we can learn from the past and yes, we can plan for a better future. And also we don't want to get so consumed in what has been or what could be that we don't just allow ourselves to enjoy the moments that we're in. Because the only time that you actually have is right now. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not enjoying the right now, then what's the rest of this for? And enjoying right now could look like while you're drinking your coffee, not being distracted on your phone. Just sit and enjoy sipping on that coffee. Outside, maybe. Let the birds chirp. Let the cars drive through the neighborhood and just take in the sounds of the world around you. So yeah, success, definition, being clear and get present in what your day-to-day is looking like because there is magic there too. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us are so much in a rush, right? And you mentioned the societal demands. A lot of us try to conform to, you know, what we should be doing, almost this hustle mentality. But yeah, it's taking us further and further away from the present moment. Like you've done a lot of hard work to get to this point. We're so busy looking at the future and waiting for more. We're not even acknowledging like, no, you're you're closer to that authentic life, right? Or maybe you're in it now and you're still trying to reach for that ideal version of best life. Mm-hmm. And that might not be what's suited for you. So I like that. And I know a lot of this sounds easier than it is to put into practice, but What would you say for the listeners, for them to realize, okay, what do I actually need to try to do small shifts to really start to tap into living life on my terms? I mean, like you said, it's a practice. I did not wake up and all of a sudden have it together and feel like I knew what I'm doing moving through this life. Nobody has this figured out. We are all figuring this out daily. But for me, I know the things that have been helpful and the things that I encourage my clients to do is, I mean, even in the beginning of working with the client, we get clear on where they are right now because there's no need in trying to pretend like you're somewhere else. I have to meet you where you're at. You have to meet you where you're at. So once we get clear on where you're actually at, then we talk about what it is that your dream life looks like, like what kind of car you want to drive. How much money are you wanting to make it work? And does that look like you're working from home or do you want to go into an office? Getting into the very specifics of what this life it is that you desire looks like and then taking the time to build out those skills, but taking the time to build out those skills. And so for some people that could look like setting boundaries with family, for some people that could look like setting up uh, meal prep and schedule times for cooking family meals. And so the thing is, is like all of this is a practice. All of it's something that you're going to do as a choice. Every time that choice comes up, be it, I have all these house chores that I need to do. It feels like I'm always trying to catch up. Maybe it looks like you sweep one day and you mop the next. Maybe it looks like you wash the clothes and then you fold them and put them away at another time. Finding a way to break up your life to make it work and fit for you is the way. And nobody can tell you how to do that. It's helpful to have accountability outside of yourself, Mm -hmm. but reflection, like with the journaling, I love a journaling session because it allows me to like say things out loud on paper without any judgment or any feedback or anything just to get it out. 
Because sometimes you just need to get something out to like bounce it off of yourself or outside of your head and get some language around it and, and say, okay, well, I don't like how this makes me feel. So let me see what not doing this looks like. And that could come in the form of a podcast or reading some books or working with a therapist or a combination of any version of things that you found that work for you. Yeah. Even be able to sit with yourself to identify, yeah, what would this life look like for me? What is truly fulfilling for me? And when you speak about, you know, someone kind of going after their their dream life and their dreams, what comes to mind for me is that's really values-based also. And I think a lot of us forget that, you know, we're so consumed with, again, societal expectations and demands, or even maybe expectations from like family. We forget that, no, your dream and authentic life, it has to be rooted in your values and who you are, right? You might be trying to reach something that's not even aligned, (laughs) with who you are and your values. It looks good per se, because that's how you think success is defined, but it's going against what you value. And I think people have to start remembering that, you know, your authentic life, it's authentic because it's aligned with who you are and it's aligned with your values. Absolutely agree. And so there's a lot of barriers Mm -hmm. on the way to this, and that's what makes it difficult for a lot of individuals. And so You know, when you think of any barriers or I kind of like to call them, you know, traps, sometimes it's mental traps, but, you know, to help prepare any listeners for this journey, right? What barriers or traps do you think we should be aware of that might be preventing us from living life on our own terms? The biggest thing, in my opinion, is that we underestimate how powerful our mindset is. Mindset is everything. The mindset, whatever you're doing in like your day-to-day life, that's your conscious awareness, like 92 to 98% or something is subconscious. It's what's going on in the background. It's the thing that your dad said to you when you were growing up. It's the thing that the teacher said to you about your weight or whatever other thing in between. And so oftentimes, because the brain wants to keep us safe, because that's its job, we allow ourselves to stick with the devil that we know instead of trying something else. And one of the things that I know for me that was really powerful, and I haven't figured out a way to like word and deliver this in such a way that people will understand, but I know for me, like growing up, I grew up with a single mom and I took on a lot of adult responsibility early on and maintained a lot of that responsibility until just like two, three years ago. And before I decided that I needed to make that shift, I'd had conversations out loud with my therapist. I journaled about it. I had read up on books about mother-daughter relationships and how to heal them um, to just kind of prepare my mind with like what that journey could look like. And then I (laughs) went to the task of doing it. Before I even got to that point, though, I remember telling my therapist, I was like, I don't know if I'll ever have the space or the the ability to do this, like to set boundaries with my mom. I think I'm just going to have to allow things to go the way they always have. And I'm not going to have a say because I don't want to upset my relationship with her, the family dynamic, all the things. And I remember my therapist, she looked sad, like in her eyes, I could see the sadness on my behalf. And it was something about seeing that for me that was like, damn, there's other options. And somebody wants better for me, even if I don't think that that's an option to me. 
which gave me the courage to explore the option. And so I want to say that oftentimes we feel like if we're not the person keeping the plate spinning, if we're not the person doing the things, everything's going to go to hell. It won't. (laughs) (laughs) It won't. But it feels like it will because you've done it for so long because it's familiar, it's comfortable. Do the things that make you uncomfortable because it's going to push you to wherever you're trying to get to next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that example. And thanks for sharing um, a piece of your story. I'm sure a lot of individuals can relate to that. And yeah, I discuss that a lot with clients too. We all assume some type of role in our life and in particular with our family, right? And it's a role we just were kind of drawn into from childhood. And here we are in adulthood and we're still in that role consciously or unconsciously. But yeah, when we speak about living life on our own terms, this authentic life, yeah, we're not just talking about, you know, career, money, doing all these fun, wonderful things. We're also talking about releasing some of these roles that are no longer serving you, right? Setting these boundaries that you need to create a more peaceful life that can lead to that healing that you discussed. And so hopefully listeners can see uh, there's many aspects to this authentic life and living life on your terms. Kind of like the, what everyone always says, right? It's like cliche, but it's like, are we actually really tapping into that of like releasing what's no longer serving you? We can make shifts. Might not be easy. Other people around us might start to have <laughs> an issue with it, but um, but that's okay. It's not our responsibility. We need to start being responsible for really creating this authentic life. Because we are responsible to and for ourselves. Nobody else can take on that level of responsibility. So if you're not going to do it, who's going to do it? Because nobody can love you the way that you can. I think uh, another part that popped in my mind too. You know, we talk so much about just our self-worth and value on this show too. Um, and we need to tap into that also. A lot of us think that, ooh, to even make those shifts, make those changes, to do things differently, like, mm, is it worth it? But a lot of that is asking, am I worth it? People need to know, yes, you are worth it. You're deserving of being able to create this type of life that you want for yourself and making that change. And you have that right, regardless of where you're at or where you've been through or where you're trying to get to, Mm -hmm. because everybody is worthy and enough just by being here and breathing. (laughs) You don't have to do anything to earn worthiness. Definitely. Definitely. Nice. And so much good information, um, hopefully a lot for the listeners to, to try to digest and really start reflecting on some things. But to break things down even more for some listeners, for some action items, any golden gems come to mind for you that you want to leave the listeners with? Definitely two. The big one, and it's one that I have actively been practicing myself this year um, after reading a book called Rest is Resistance by Trisha Hersey. Um, It talks about how capitalism and white supremacy has us on this rat race of Mm -hmm. feeling like we have to stay in hustle culture in order to reach goals, to be successful, to live the life fully and freely the way that we've been told. But 
that's hustle culture is they sold us a pipe dream the same way that the baby boomers told us that if you go to college and get a good job, you retire and things are not working that way anymore. Life is not set up in those same ways anymore. And so we're having to learn to adapt and working yourself to the bone and burning out is not doing anybody any favors and it's killing you faster. Mm -hmm. So take your time, rest. You don't have to earn your rest either. You just get to rest because you're a being who needs rest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when you rest, it gives you space to have mental clarity and like space to just breathe and be yourself. Because I remember there was a time and it's actually, it's, it's really interesting. There was a time in which I felt like, and I still very much use my calendar to keep up with all the things that I have going on. But there was a time in which if I did not put on the calendar, it left my mind immediately. But because I've rested more, because I've taken better care of myself, my memories improved substantially. Like I don't, the calendar is a good thing to have as a reminder, but I don't need it to remember everything. And that's not even just events, but just things in life. Because when you've got so much weighing on you and got you bogged down, you can't function and flow the way that we're meant to because, yeah. You're tired mentally and physically, probably. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So rest is one. And then the other is just nobody has this thing figured out. Be kind to yourself and be kind to other people. A compassion, right, for self, for others. And yeah, most of us are pretty good with that compassion for others. It's the the self that always kind of takes that backseat. So yeah, that compassion with self as you're on your journey to figuring out what is my authentic life, it's going to look different from someone else's. Don't You don't need to look that direction. You don't need to compare. No need for comparison. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, yes, the rest is so important because yeah, it's interesting. We get to this point in society where we glorify being burnt out almost. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. so busy at this, this, and yeah, it's just not a good look <laughs> anymore. And, or a good feel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. I have to look at that book too. The rest is resistance. We have mm-hmm. to start resisting what we've been told is the norm, what we are being told, what our lives should look like. Again, what's your best and authentic life? look like. And a lot of that, it's going to require you to resist what society is demanding of you, figuring out what it looks like for yourself. So that's a journey in itself. But like you said, it's a journey. No one has it figured out. Take steps right, and give yourself compassion on the way. Thanks so much for just those helpful tips and reminders. And I'm sure some people will love to maybe stay in contact with you, connect with you. And so what's the best way for people to stay in contact with you um, and also connect with you? Yes. So I am on all social media platforms. You can find me under Coach Yams. Coach spelled the way, you know, basketball coach or whoever, all the coaches. (laughs) Yams spelled Y-A-M-Z. I'm on all social media. Also, it's probably hard, but it'll be in the show notes. Uh-huh. Uh, com will also take you to all the things that I do, the virtual dance party, the podcast, the events around Nashville, whatever's going on that's fun and funky and different. I'm going to let you know about it. So check me out. And yeah, that virtual dance party, I'm going to have to 
popping. Come I'm on. just curious to see what what it is. And so maybe you're truly just dancing the whole time. Like nobody's watching. <laughs> For 10 minutes, 10 to 12 minutes, we dance like nobody's watching and whoever joins, joins. Wow. It's always a good time. Yeah. And again, listeners, 10 to 12 minutes, we think, oh, I don't have time for a lot of this stuff. We do, right? We're on our phones for way longer than 10 mm-hmm. to 12 minutes. So so take that time you need doing what's enjoyable for you, what's different for you. So thanks so much for sharing your time with me today. I look forward to staying connected with you also. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. Thank you listeners for listening. And uh, yeah, I look forward to staying connected and maybe having you on my show and then I can come back over here too. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what it's all about for the listeners. We're, we're trying to make these connections. We're inspiring each other. I want you all to stay inspired too and also stay connected. I will have all our information in the show notes as always. Do not hesitate to reach out. And like always, I look forward to chatting with you all again soon. Thanks so much for sharing your valuable time with me today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. And if so, Make sure you subscribe to All Things Authentic and feel free to rate this podcast and leave a review. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family so we can help inspire others. You can visit my website, drvernessaroberts.com to find information about my services or my books. And you can always keep up with me on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Vanessa Roberts. If there is a topic you would like to hear about, send me a message and let me know. This is All Things Authentic. And remember, the best version of yourself is not the packaged version. Stay intentional, know you are worthy, and always embrace your authenticity.